It's Thursday, November 25th, and that makes today Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and you are watching and or listening to an abbreviated version of Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. There's a couple of the biggest turkeys I know. <laughs> gabble, gabble, gabble. Oh, no. <laughs> that was not planned. We, we, I would never be a part of planning whatever that was. Hello, guys. How are we? How are we doing? I'm, I'm thankful for episode 30, man. Come on. Let's do this. This is great. <laughs> We've made it 30 episodes. That's pretty. That's actually pretty impressive. And how many more Mike Smiths do we have till we actually are, are good, right? Like another 34,000 or something? And then yeah, I'm, not, I'm not in my office, so I don't have the rip-off calendar, but uh, we, we got a few to go. I'll rip one off when I get back. <laughs> well, you guys, I bet that you didn't think you'd cover because I did <laughs> <laughs> every Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Did you know? Did you guys know that on this day in history, I always do on this day in history, on this day in history, a large group of wooden shoe giant belt buckled Spaniard sat down on one side of a giant table with a bunch of Native Americans and had mashed potatoes and deep fried turkey uh while watching the detroit lions lose the first of 113 games on thanksgiving day did you know that happened yeah. on this day in history yes sure yeah That's kind of a big deal every year the google <laughs> machine tells me that <clears throat> yeah they lost to the plymouth voyagers i think actually oh, that first year That's if i'm not brutal. mistaken obviously That's no terrible. they were no powerhouse like the columbus blue jackets oh do you like where yeah, uh -huh. Columbus. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. They were the best team in the Armada, for sure. Hey-oh. <laughs> Hey-oh. Okay, anyway. Welcome to an abbreviated version of Uniform Exchange, the Thanksgiving Day abbreviated version. A comedic look at sports, sports business, live entertainment. Let's do this and take a quick look at our panel uh, and meet the very interesting gentlemen that are with me today. Very quickly, no interruptions. Uh, I'm Michael Myers, owner of the Sports Marketer, and Chris. It's subsidiaries, friends. Thank you, thank you sir. Uh, among those subsidiaries, Birdie Box, the greatest luxury gifting platform ever to be created and invented. We all know that. Um, our first panelist I introduced last week as a music-loving alcoholic, which I was later told that was not correct. Um, <laughs> that I misspoke, I guess, was the word. Uh, he's actually an alcohol-loving musician. So, uh, Thank you for the did I get it right this time, Mike? You, did. you are very welcome. Improv comedian, father of three, Goose Island fan, <laughs> turkey ready? drunk, dad number two. Right Look at these guys. Get out. Wow. I said Hi, Dad, Jack. 15 minutes. That's my there nephew. He's the best. I know. Get out of here. <laughs> They're going to eat sooner if you get out of here. Say hi to my. I'm, I'm the best. This is the I'm, microphone and don't stand too I'm close the best to it. Daughter. You are the best daughter I've ever had. Get out of here. Get out of here, <laughs> okay, kids. Bye. 
get out of here. Bye, guys. Oh, that's great. Uh, Sorry, so I'm anyway, gone. that's Mike Smith. Uh, and, our, <laughs> and our second panelist was there for the first Thanksgiving, actually. Yes. Um, 530 years of experience, evidently, in marketing, sponsorship, activation, branding, author of A Dummy's Guide to Surviving the Black Plague Again. <laughs> That's why this pandemic doesn't scare me. I've been through that. <laughs> if I can do it, you can. Quote on the front of the book. Father of the FanCos Index and owner, CEO of Team Marketing Report, the angry one himself with his father's fix-a-clock glasses on. Yeah, I'm in the clock shop right now. I thought I was going to be somewhere private, but... Um, That's good. Chris Hartwig, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, guys. Hi. Oh, we're going to have a long show today if I don't shut up. So yeah, right, we, we yeah, Keep, it, keep uh, it brief, Chris. Yeah, who we don't have on the show today... Is uh, uh, everyone's everyone's favorite? Josh Kyles is uh, tied up, not physically, but he is tied up on Thanksgiving Day. And we said, whatever, take a day off, it's fine. Uh, I, I do have a funny story about him, though, if you guys wouldn't Let's mind it. hearing it. If he was on, I was going to ask him to look at his phone to yesterday morning at about nine thirty a.m. because at nine thirty a.m. I received a call. From Josh Kyles. I Josh answered Kyle's butt. Josh Kyles. I thought maybe Josh. Well, first I thought it was Josh Kyles. So I answered. I said hello. And all I heard was <laughs> he I've never in my entire life, in my whole life, I've never been sleep dialed. I was sleep dialed by Josh Kyles yesterday. And I listened to him sleep. It was very peaceful. For about 20 seconds, and then I said, huh, yep, he called me while I was asleep, and I hung up. But that's uh, that's Josh quick, Um Chris, 20 seconds listening to someone sleep, uh, creepy or not, go. Extraordinarily oh. creepy, and creepy, if you I had a mute right button, away. oh, wait, yeah, 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 there's a lot wrong with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll I thought that. it was very sweet. I thought it was we'll very cover, sweet. We'll cover that in the creep uh, the the creep of the week section coming up, sponsored by Sierra Nevada celebration. Anyway, I think oh, it's time. Oh, dude, that's Ooh. a good one right there. Ooh, what that, got? I I don't do this often, but I approve that beer. I mean, there it's not go. a Goose Island Christmas ale, but you know. Rack it up, rack it up. I got a smooth transition. All right. Well, um. I didn't think this was our first topic, but is it back to being our first topic? I guess it's back to being our first topic since it's on the screen. Big news out of St. Louis. <laughs> Big news out of St. Louis this week. All right. Tell us, uh, legal analysts. Yeah. So this is all, I mean, if you guys don't want to hear about St. Louis, this is the wrong episode to listen to. It's going to be short, but this is, this is my favorite. Well, first of all, Mike, where are you? Mike, with your volume on, where are you? Well, we're crushing this. I, one. You guys Mike's are breaking up, but I, I am, I am down in the the belly of the beast of St. Louis, just over the river in Belleville. Um, yeah, uh, I, I know we're going to get into this, but there, there is a vibe down here like I can't, I can't even uh, let you guys know about. I mean, we went, I went out last night downtown uh, St. Louis. Uh, there's this energy like they just cashed in. 
on a ticket at one of the casinos, winning the penny slots, um, that, that they know something good's about to happen. Um, I, I bought a, a, a Budweiser uh, at, the, at the, the bar I was at, and the guy said, don't worry about paying me. Uh, the city's got it. I uh, <laughs> thought that was pretty unique. And uh, there's, 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 a, there's a vibe down here, I can tell you. The well, kids are partying, um, certainly. I guess I should probably inform the listeners as to what he's talking about. Yesterday, well, not yesterday, but in the last couple of days, uh, the city of St. Louis and the NFL and Stan Kroenke and everybody else involved uh, settled on the four-year-old lawsuit filed against the St. Louis Rams and the NFL by the city of St. Louis for uh, – for different reasons, but biggest reason being that they didn't follow their own guidelines and were a bit nefarious and lied to the consumers, misled them, and then left. Uh, that That is a terrible legal argument and, and description that I just gave. But, um, yeah, they, they, they broke some rules and left and, and the took NFL a lot of cost, cost the city was, a lot of money. Was, they were hosed. They, were, they knew they were hosed. And I'm just – I'm surprised that what did we? I think I said it was you know billion dollars. We guessed a billion, yeah. And uh, it didn't quite hit it, but it was more than you've been following it clo- much closer than than. Yeah, I mean, even stuff. even if you look very recently, the the first offer or the, yeah, Stan, Stan Kroenke made an offer of a hundred million dollars, claimed to have. <laughs> then they said it was a little less it's than that. So anyway. Yeah, so he he made an offer of a hundred million. And then fast forward a couple of weeks, uh, and, and then he he wanted to uh, remove the indemnity clause that he had given every other owner, uh, basically saying everybody has to chip in and, and pay for this and, and instead of him covering and indemnifying all of them. So he, he had all the owners mad at him. So I'm sure he had pressure from every direction to get this thing taken care of. We were within a week away from um, owners having to take the stand in a contempt of court. I mean, it was a lot. And uh, he basically threatened all the other owners in the NFL saying he was going to settle his portion. He was just going to go in and, and say, I'll just settle it and I'll pay him 500 million and leave the rest of the thing open and you guys can take care of the rest. And uh, so he thought he could get it done for 500 million. And in the end, it was $790 million that they had to pay or will have to pay the city of St. Louis, which Makes for a lot of free Bud Lights, Mike Smith. Hey, well, so well, so let me let me tell you the, the end of the story. So I'm all content. I got a free uh, Budweiser out of the deal, and I'm driving home, and I'm looking up uh, at the billboards, Casino Queen, Casino Queen, and they they were just putting this one up last night, and it said, "What would you do with seven hundred ninety million dollars?" Like big old, you know, bold on the the billboard, and then below it. Uh, in smaller uh, text, and said, "No, really. What what should we do with seven hundred ninety million dollars, uh, <laughs> St. Louis, <laughs> Missouri?" Well, I have good uh, news for it was, them. I, it was funny. I have good news for them. They only have to worry about five hundred and sixty million of it because two hundred and thirty-six million of it went to the lawyers that oh, won God. the case. So two hundred thirty-six well, million went to one law firm, which is impressive. Yeah, that's a good wow. haul. That's the happy that, Thanksgiving. Uh, imagine with that other five hundred million, how much they can really promote St. Louis and you know murder capital of the U.S. Oh whoa 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 whoa! Really As a guy who lives with me in Chicago, which also gets a bum. I do not live media. with you. 
I live in proximity, I, yeah, but true. I do not actually live there. That's, that's right? true. That's but you know, you know, having been a resident in Chicago now, you actually were a, a victim of some uh, of a one of the murdered. few people yes. I know. You are one of the few people I know that actually have been a victim of a somewhat violent crime in the city of Chicago, which is crazy because I literally know three people that have ever had anything happen to them. But the media makes it sound like the place is on fire, just like they make well, it sound like St. Louis is on fire. And I've been to both many times and neither are on fire, just as a heads no, up. Just a quick no, heads up. No. Neither one of these cities no. are on fire. So, you, but does this does this mean that the city can also get a an NFL team? Are they going to use this There's money no to way. bring a team in? No, you, you think, think so the now? NFL is going to give St. Louis because the NFL has to approve and the owners have to approve a city? Do you think any of those owners or the NFL are going to approve an expansion and or team to go to St. Louis now after suing them? For eight hundred million dollars, right? Well, no. It, 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 was, was it really their fault, though? Like, let's let's turn the tables real quick. If any other owner went through what St. Louis did, like, come on, yeah. Oh, you you don't actually play. think that? I think it's in there. It should be in there. Yeah, it, it would have had to have been a part of the settlement. I think. Yeah. Now, right. Now that it was, I think there's literally. 0.01% chance that a team comes back to St. Louis in the next 50 years. Uh, it's going to have to be a while and it's going to have to be a different group of people, people's kids. <laughs> I think you're going to have to get rid of all these people before I will, that. I will, I will go on the record saying you guys know my hatred for uh, the stadium down in Tampa Bay. We talked about Oakland in a study third is the Edward Jones dome. My God, does that thing need to come down before they let another team in St. Louis? Okay, I'm yeah. Done. Well, if they brought another team to St. Louis, it wouldn't be in the Jones Dome. That's 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 for certain. Um, but it, you know, look, as somebody who's been following it closely and really rooting hard for the city of St. Louis, Chris, I think you asked me yesterday if I was going to be happy with this. No, I, it doesn't satisfy my desire to punish the people that did what they did. Um, but at least it was more than they thought they were going to have to pay. At the end of the day, is $800 million really going to bother that many people in the NFL? No, it's not. But it is what it is. I will say this, though. I will tell you this. It reminded me of another St. Louis story. And honestly, there were many parallels to this one. Um and and I know, Mike, you may not know this story. Chris, you may. I'm sure you do in some form. But the story of the spirits of St. Louis, the basketball <laughs> yeah. team, literally the greatest, the single greatest um, sports deal for an individual in the history of sports deals. Mike, do you know the story of the St. Louis spirits? Mike's frozen again. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's the greatest annuity in the history of annuities. Yeah. Right? Yes. Well, and, it, and I still think it's the greatest sports deal. And ironically, oh, well, sure. we'll get to that point. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, there were two gentlemen who owned uh, an ABA team called the Spirit of St. Louis or the St. Louis Spirits. Um, when the ABA and the NBA merged, all teams were enveloped into the NBA except for, and I may get some of these statistics wrong, but I think all but four were brought into the league. Um, the or maybe all but three, actually, maybe all but three, something. Uh, 
Then the Virginia team folded. The the other two owners were offered $3 million to walk away. One of the owners accepted that. The guy, the, some, was a t- the Kentucky Colonels, I think, was the name of the team. And it was the guy who owned Kentucky Fried Chicken. John, whatever his name was, John Brown. John Colonel Sanders. John Colonel Sanders Brown, yeah. And so he took the $3 million. He went on to become the governor of Kentucky, I think, actually. And then the um, the guys in St. Louis said, no, we don't want the $3 million. Instead, we want a very small percent. Well, first of all, they were paid for every player that left, that was signed from their team that went to the NBA. And I think so that they came made, to like, They made money quickly. They made short Like $2 million bucks. They got $2 million instead of $3 million right away. And then they negotiated a... Basically, I think they got one seventh or one seventeenth. One, I think they're seventeen teams. One seventeenth of the media rights in perpetuity. Which by the time the deal, now keep in mind, I said perpetuity. By the time the deal had reached two thousand and fourteen, they had been paid three hundred million dollars. <laughs> they had to keep an office. They had to stay in business. They had to still be a business. So they had an office. The St. Louis Spirit, Spirit of St. Louis, had a headquarters in St. Louis. Well, I don't know exactly where, but they were in St. Louis and they made $300 million between then and 2014. And in 2014, right before the NBA signed their newest media rights deal, which we've talked about on the show, which I think was 25 billion. Uh, they negotiated a settlement with those two brothers and paid them an additional 500 million. The reason I say the parallels, the reason I say the parallels Three hundred million and five hundred million is what? Oh, uh, it's eight hundred million. million. Really close. <laughs> really close. The two greatest deals in St. Louis sports history both came to about eight hundred million. So yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, his, and his, his internet went down. I think maybe that's what St. Louis could do with that money: is invest five hundred million in infrastructure, internet, <laughs> internet connectivity. Yeah, charter, <laughs> charter internet in St. Charter Communications. Hope they're listening. Uh, sponsor. All right, that was good, guys. New me, topic. Sir, new can I trouble topic, you for a new, new topic, topic, please? New topic. Yeah. Wait, before we, before we, before we go to the, the 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 toe, what is where? Where are you? Like, I don't know. Oh, we Maybe. didn't talk about it this week. We, you didn't introduce yourself. Where the hell are you? What are you doing? Yeah, this that's right. Me. You put that up there. Michael Myers. If, uh, I am in the Palm Springs at the, the the World Team Tennis League that has been taking place since November 13th. Today's November 25th. It ends on November 28th, the championship game. Uh, we are down to three teams eligible for the playoffs. Springfield, Springfield, Missouri, by the way, who I, yeah, has multiple championships. Illinois, not Massachusetts. Yeah. It's like Springfield in every city, I think. Uh, that's where... Homer Simpson's from actually uh, Springfield, Missouri, um, Chicago and New York are eliminated, which leaves orange County and San Diego, San Diego is hanging on by a thread. The odds on favorites right now are going to be orange County squaring off against Springfield at three o'clock in the afternoon on the tennis channel on Sunday. Uh, and it's, I gotta be honest, it's been very exciting stuff. It's been really exciting stuff. What's uh, great, great tennis. 
what's the uh, what's the timing? So if people are like, hey, I, that, I haven't been able to check that out yet. What are when? Uh, are well, today there's a match that started 30 minutes ago. So the second match, they play two matches every day, even on Thanksgiving. We had to work. <laughs> yeah, we had 11 a.m. I actually get I get out here soon because I I am doing the halftime show, um, which is going to so, be in about 50 minutes. So I got about right. 15 more minutes before I gotta go. Yeah. Um, but uh, they have 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. today. Tomorrow, noon and three. The next day, noon and three. Sunday, three. Every day, Sun- noon and three local time. I'm sorry. I said that all wrong. Three yeah. and six tomorrow. Three and six the next day local time. So five and eight Chicago time. And then 5 p.m. Chicago time on Sunday. The ch- that's the, the key time. is if nothing else, make sure you catch the championship Sunday, five yeah. central, uh, six yeah. Eastern, Eastern, three, three o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. And uh, I did. I just got sent a clip. Uh, One of the days they actually had us participate in the halftime show. Yeah. And I got a little clip of of myself and Kevin just sent to me. Uh, He and I were squared off. Kevin runs sponsorship. Kevin Hart. Hart. Yes. No, not Kevin Hart. Okay. Uh, Here we go. You're going to see you're going to see this was this was broadcast on. I believe this was Tennis Channel. Uh, or no, this was NBC Sports. This was broadcast live on NBC Sports. It's World Team Tennis tonight here at Stadium 2. Aviators and the Lasers. You can see the Lasers the in purple. They're up 12-10. Dave Leno, the man with the microphone, just getting some folks in the crowd to have a little bit of fun as we have a, a short intermission between the third and fourth events. There you go. There well, you famous. go. You know, we got to see our makes. We only each, I, neither one of us made all three because we only had a like a, oh, tw- I don't know, like a 35 second time window. But uh, yeah, it was good times. It was good times. Good. I, you want to see my make again? Let's see my make. Again. It's World Team Tennis tonight here at Stadium 2. Aviators and the Lasers. You can see the Lasers in purple. Not only a make, but a little dance and a shimmy after. You like I'll that? tell you something. You can really elevate. You can uh, really get up. Well, let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at that vertical. It's World Team Tennis tonight here at Stadium Two. Aviators. In- yeah, what do you think that was? About forty-two inches. Uh, forty-two millimeters. Yes. Ask your wife. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That looked like forty-two inches to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I left the ground in that jump. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't leave the ground there. Uh, hey, yes, yeah, I'm on a world team tennis. Get, can I take one second to just get yes. on a, a podium about world team tennis for just one second? Because, yeah. well, first of all, can I uh, you, you get ready? Yeah. But watch last week's show with Luke Jensen, and yeah. you'll, then you'll understand also what WTT is all about. But I think that's what you're going to talk about right now. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah, so but, this is year 46, started by Billie Jean King here's here's what I'd like to say. And this is real. And I know Luke last week said he's been fortunate enough in his life to never feel like he needs to shame somebody into doing anything. And, and I think that's a very honorable stance. And I would tend to agree with that stance. However, every corporation on the planet says that they are for gender equality, social justice, racial equality. All Everyone says that they run commercials for it. They do everything for it. There is literally one professional sport in all of the United States and maybe of the world that was originally founded 
on the principle of gender equality and has maintained gender equality for 46 years. Prize money, everything. Long before anybody else considered even equaling up the prize money, which didn't happen, as Luke mentioned last week, until Venus Williams basically put her foot down. By the way, saw that movie this week. Oh, yeah. King, King Richard. Unbelievable. I, it was really cool. I got to watch it with tennis people. At like midnight on Tuesday for the like the 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 you know early share airing or whatever, it was it is fantastic, fantastic. It was one a.m. I wanted to go work out, like I wanted to go lift weights immediately. Um, but please check it. King King Richard's awesome. Watch the movie. So it was it's great. like Will Smith from Happiness, not Will Smith from. Dude, it's like well, you forget it's Will Smith. I forgot it was Will Smith. Really, I forgot awesome. it was Will Smith. 15 minutes in the movie, I forgot it was Will Smith. Until you just said it, I forgot it was Will Smith. He's that good. The, everybody in the movie is great. The kids are great. The mom, everybody is fantastic. It's just a terrific movie. Um, but every corporation says they're for this. And I think part of it is, well, I'm not even going to speculate as to why. doesn't matter why. What well, does matter well, is that World Team, tennis needs, World Team Tennis needs corporations to support world team tennis. They need it. If it's going to survive and thrive and be what it should be. There were times in the seventies and eighties where players would, and well, and you watched last week's episode, Luke tells the story, but players would skip going to the Australian open or the French open to play the world team tennis circuit because it was a bigger deal and it should be a bigger deal. It should be a bigger deal than all of the, all of the rest, or it should at least be as big of a deal or really close to as big of a deal. And it's great television. It's an amazing format. It's a fast-paced, exciting format with music in between the points and entertainment and halftime shows and all the stuff that you love to see to make it fun for everybody. And corporations need to step up. They need a title sponsor. They need a presenting sponsor. And they need supporting sponsors. Right now, they have a lot of supporting sponsors. And I'd I, you know, guaranteed rate, Massimo. I mean, there are companies that deserve. Yeah, when you when you watch the broadcast, there's some some you know, it's not like there's not legit brands that are involved. It's just and, and it's, it's amazing coverage, right? It's amazing coverage. Top Court. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that I've seen out there this week that deserve the recognition because they are supporting gender equality. And I almost want to get to the point where I look and say, if you're not involved in this, then you don't. You don't right. support gender equality. Right. Right. I know it's, that's the wrong that's approach. Basic, it's the right? wrong thing to say. But my goodness, my goodness, they need corporations need to step up. Anyway, that's where I'm at right now. I'm going to head back out Love there it. in just a little bit, and I'll be back on the court. Go hey, ahead. Are you ready with our panda? Let's do this. Evidently, I am. Yeah. What's this story? Aaron Aaron Rodgers, he has COVID toe. Oh, poor guy. What's how's he going? How's he no, doing? He, well, I guess he doesn't have COVID toe, but then he does have COVID toe. But then well, a reporter talked about it from the Wall Street Journal, and uh, Aaron um, dragged uh, Molly Knight, who used to write for the Athletic. She's 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 great, but she she's one of the cuts there, I think. That she's not even she doesn't write for the Wall Street Journal and she's not really she's not writing for her national publication right now. And he dragged her in the middle of this that she got the story wrong when it was a guy, I can't remember his name now, from the Wall Street Journal, who well, why did, him what, 
from the Pat what, McAfee show saying what brought his wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. What what brought her into the situation? So the story in the journal quoted Aaron on Pat McAfee's show talking about how he had COVID toe from okay. his COVID injury, that that's actually a real thing that the, you know, the, the swelling and, and blood blisters or whatever nonsense it is with COVID can cause that in the feet. And he, apparently it was a joke. I don't know. I can't tell anymore with Aaron Rodgers of what's a joke and what's not to me. It's pretty much all a joke right now with him. And so then it led to him at the, the press conference, the Zoom. He's like pulls. There's a great picture of him putting his foot up. I still uh, haven't heard from you how she's involved. So Aaron then said, well, this, Molly Knight wrote this thing that was totally wrong. And it wasn't Molly Knight. That's where. So how did he confuse in. the two? What made him think I it was Molly Knight? I have no idea. Knight? He hasn't did, she retweet? did she retweet she, the Wall Street Journal story? She retweeted it and then deleted it because of all this nonsense, but she did not write the story. Oh, okay. So she, she retweeted a story and he claimed that she wrote the story or what? And okay. she, right. And so then in today's wonderful social media world we live in was getting death threats and, and doxxed and bombarded with nonsense because of that gotcha. from, from, um, the other what what's what's Aaron a uh, critical thinker from the other critical thinkers in the world were critically thinking about her uh, and blowing her shit up. So it was um, it was not pretty. Yeah, I well look he, he's going to do him and I I don't care. I, I've I've not cared what he had to say about. I don't care what anybody really yeah. that's not a scientist or a doctor has to say about. And nobody should care what I have to say, quite honestly. Um, so don't. I, I don't really listen to it, but I don't <laughs> like the, yeah, <laughs> I don't like to your point, what happens to people that get unwittingly pulled into these things. Right. You know? Um, yeah, whatever. She retweeted a story. Okay. That's it. Um, well, you and I could have retweeted that. So that would be the same thing as saying, Oh, Michael Myers wrote this story. And it's like, what are you I would love, about? I would love it. If Aaron Rodgers started well, talking actually, about, stories that I wrote. yeah, you would thrive on that. I would. My I would, would probably that. explode. You would yeah. probably go on a, a, a run. Larry King live. You would get in the time machine and go on Larry King uh, before he died. And uh, yeah. that would be a, that. Now, that would be a story if you went on Larry King after <laughs> Aaron Rodgers did this. Just me on the set. Nobody else. Yeah. No camera people. I'm officially on Larry King. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, you going to do? That that actually reminds me, and I, I want to change my opinion on something that you guys, my uh -oh. position on something that you guys have always fought against me on. Um, I saw a clip of LeBron James. Um, what he did was he reported two people in the crowd for saying whatever they were saying, and they – came over and ejected them from the court side and, and kicked them out of the stadium without a like, couple minutes left in the game. Um, and, you know, you look online and everybody's coming after LeBron James for being soft and everything else. And, I, look, I, I've long said on here that that fans have always been bad. And, you know, people getting lifetime bans for throwing popcorn was silly and and whatever, because I've always I, I, I've contended that now it's just more in the in the face of the public and whatever. I, I want to amend a portion of that, whether I'm right or I'm wrong, that it's always been that way. 
That's never. Stopped. I kind of, I kind of think, <laughs> I kind of think it's time that when people do things like that, if they legitimately are doing something and there's legitimate proof that they did it, not in the con, you know discretion of one security guard saying you're ejected for life, but if there is physical proof of them saying it or doing whatever it is they do, and they are being complete jackasses. I don't care how much they paid for the ticket. They're being complete jackasses of players, whatever. I would like to start seeing lifetime bans because we're in a time in our society. The Aaron Rodgers thing makes me think about it, that people feel emboldened to do or say under the heading of freedom of speech to be complete assholes. And you know what? They do have that right. They have the right to be a complete asshole. But yep. every single person and or business has a right to react to that and permanently suspend them from ever attending another basketball game for the next 60 yep. years of their life. Yeah. So that maybe people will say, okay, yeah, I live in a country where I have the freedom, meaning you can't put me in jail right. for saying these things. But if I'm an asshole, if I'm a jackass, if I'm yes. all these things, then I'm going to pay some form of social right. price for being that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Collateral big... damage. We need to reset the button on what yes. is okay to do and say in public. Brilliantly said, Michael. I think, and, and I, I can't take credit for this because uh, I, you know, I don't have any original thoughts, but I'm a big fan of Mark Marin and the WTF podcast. And he had a, com- a comedy historian, on Cliff Nesteroff a couple of weeks ago now already. And it was talking about that in the woke world that we're in now. And it's looking back that over the last hundred plus years, it's 125 years at least of comedians complaining, they can't say anything anymore, that everybody's too sensitive. And it was when people started clamping down on things like blackface and, you know, slurs against whatever, Jews, Irish, you know, Asian, whatever. And the, you know, this like Danny Thomas and back all these famous, you know, clean comedians and all. Oh, I can't say anything anymore. And it's like, okay. So first of all, this is nothing new today. But second of all, the main point of, of all this thing was just was was just that you can say anything you want, but you've got to accept the, that there's going to be blowback. And no, you shouldn't go to jail. No, you maybe you shouldn't be canceled. But that if you really believe that, then you just keep saying it and, you know, screw these other guys. But there, there, but there could be consequences to you being a jackass. Like if you're trying to stir people up in whatever, there's going to be people and justifiably there's blowback, right? I do think that comedians should have more levity to be able to go. Levity, is that the right word? Breath? No. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, no. Leeway? Leeway? Yes. We'll say leeway. I like that. They should have more runway leadway a wider landing zone to be able to say things that someone sitting in a seat screaming at a player shouldn't be able to say um and the things that people are sitting in the seat screaming at a player no comedian is going to go up and scream those things on stage and think that's funny anyway that's not funny but if you write an intelligent joke in which you in which you make fun of blacks whites hispanics asians whatever comedians should have coverage that consumers don't right because a comedian first of all is going to be known for that thing you're going to buy a ticket paying your own money to go see that person do that thing you should expect it 
And if you don't want to see that or you are uncomfortable with comedians, then don't go to see a comedian. So I do think that there is a different, there should be a different set of standards for an entertainer comedian than for me. Well, you and, and in the public. Yeah, no, absolutely. And part of it is like comedians. But I do think it does kill comedy a little bit when you can't, when you're yeah. so scared you're going to get canceled that you can't well, tell a joke. And, and this but, is, this is, this is a, this is one that I, this is a battle I won't win. But as a white male, I am not allowed, and this is, oh, woe is me, right? I am not allowed, and I, I've always thought this to be kind of silly, but I understand partly why this is. Even if I were a comedian, I'm not allowed to do any accent that's not a, a, a European accent. Right. And I find that odd as a, if I were a comedian, not, not me, yeah. but if I were a comedian, I find it odd that I couldn't do, like, I don't, and again, it's just, maybe it's just ignorance on my part. Because you could explain to me that an African-American would be offended if I did it because of the history of whites and blacks and or whatever. Right, right. I can respect that as an opinion, but I don't actually believe that there should be a you can't. And, and again, I'm probably the minority on this. No pun intended. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think I'll ever win the argument that I should be able to do. Well, but, a, but there's no. And, and, and you should be able to give ebonics. it a shot. I can't speak Ebonics or whatever. Okay. So. The, but, but but that's was part of the that an, is that an offensive thing that I just said? No 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 no. It's we're gonna get some letters to the editor about it. But you're right. You're absolutely right. And I think that that was if part I said of something the, offensive there, that was out of pure ignorance. So I don't know if I no. Well, we're both extremely ignorant. But but I think that um, you're just you're talking about like you know these comedians. They have to try some stuff out. And re like they're like, whoa, okay, that didn't hit. And some of it is that they bomb because they're not funny, and some of it's that they bomb because they're they're ignorant or whatever. And like Marin's point on the podcast was, he used to use the retard word, and just thought, come on, what, people, what's, you know, what's I mean, the retard word? Retard, meaning oh, that is. I was going to say the I was going to say the R word. Yeah. And and he he just kind of was like, come on, stop being so uptight. And then he had a parent of a disabled kid write a note and just like look this is would you understand this that this is hurtful and this is what we're trying to work against that our kids are not that makes uh, sense you know, should not be right should not be marginalized and it changed his perspective and that's what we need to do and the problem is we've gotten way off topic today but i mean the problem is is that people are now digging in rather than saying oh you know what that's a good point I should maybe be a little bit more sensitive to somebody else different from me. Sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I'm um, thankful for that. Boom. Take us out. <laughs> Who's Who's Wait, nobody was mad. We can't play that. <laughs> no, well, I kind of was mad. I was mad at nobody, but yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm not mad either. I, I, I'm so upset that I can't say things that are offensive to a lot of other people. Right. Life is so hard for me. And I'm, and I'm um, not thankful for that. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, speaking of things we are thankful of and for, Chris, give me two things you're thankful for. I'll give you two things I'm thankful for, and then we will let people get back because we're now nine minutes over and I'm going to be late. Yeah, and I've got – they're like clamoring at the door like, we want to uh, yeah. I'm thankful for this bunch of wackadoodles out here, my amazing wife and kids and my parents and and – siblings and, and their spouses and kids i mean this is 
you know, this is what to me it's all about. I, I, I'm super thankful that we can get and and do it in person again this year. Is uh, it, it feels good? It's great. And do I need a second one, or were you gonna are we gonna volley? It, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay, thankful. Second one, I'll get out of the way. Is the second one is uniform exchange. I love this. I, I, I okay. I, I struggle to say this, but I'm gonna have to say it. I love you, Michael Myers, and wow. I love Joshy and Mike Smith. And this is the most fun. Sadly, maybe what is the most fun I have? And it, I, I, every week I, is so great to do this. And I'm thankful that you put this together and that we do this because it's good. It's good for us. And I hope some, some other folks are getting something good out of this as well. So there's no, just a quick heads up. Chris is up for review. We're going to be looking at his airtime next week. And so I don't know if that has anything to do with, if that was a guilt trip to lay it out for me, like I can't not ask him to stay on. Uh, No, Chris, I'm very grateful for the same thing. I'll start and go in reverse. I'm very grateful for Mike Smith uh, in his internet when he's in Chicago. I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for his microphone when he can use it. Uh, I'm grateful for Josh and his sleeping butt dials. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm very grateful for all three of you guys. And uh, and our newest member of the podcast for uh, yeah. intern Alex out of Georgia, uh, who at some point everyone will meet when we get through with Thanksgiving. We couldn't ask him to be around on Thanksgiving. No. The the unpaid intern. Hey, why don't you work Thanksgiving? That doesn't that doesn't fly. That's why our show's so crappy today because he's not involved. Um, he's not here to fix everything. What he should be doing. Yeah. Uh, but no, very very grateful for you guys. My family, my mom, my sister. Um, they're back in in Illinois together today. Um, probably going to be tuning in my family in Ohio and in Memphis and in Southern Illinois and, and all of those guys. Um, we'll see everybody. We have a made up holiday called Thanksmas, uh, on one side of my family. That is the greatest thing that I don't even know if that was, I, I kind of think I, I, you know, me, I try to take credit for everything. I kind of think this was me, my idea, because we were, I was so tired of going home for Thanksgiving and Christmas and seeing no one because everyone had other families, other sides of their families. Like it was every year we didn't see anybody. So we created Thanksmas probably 15 years ago or so. And it's been perfect because nobody has anything on December 10th, except maybe a basketball game in the afternoon or something. It's a Saturday. So, and when they do the basketball games in the afternoon, we get to go. So, um, yeah, we get together and combine Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I'm really, I, that's my favorite holiday of the year. I look forward to seeing those guys. And then my other side of the family, we try to go to a hockey game or something together. So family is my number one. And uh, yeah, those are probably, those are tops. Oh, and my my other back in Chicago. She's pretty Your awesome. Other. Yeah, we won't talk about it. She's very shy. Legendary. She Legendary. is magical. Magical. We've uh, got a couple of amazing ones. So that's it. Yes, I'm a big fan of yours. Um, All right, everyone, we went 13 minutes longer than I said we would, 23 minutes longer than I hoped we would, and uh, which is par for the course. We this is the length that I want every show to be, and this is the length of the abbreviated show. So maybe maybe we're onto something there. We start doing abbreviated shows every week. We'll get what I want. (sighs) All right, happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see everyone in Uno. What do you how do you say? Samana. Semana. Uno.
Uno, una, una semana. Next. Muy bien. Lunes, martes. No, I'm now that was like, was that Monday, Tuesday? Uh, Miracles, Wednesday? Uh, Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Cuatro, cuatro días. Oh, my God. The no fourth day of the semana. I'm so good at Spanish, you don't even know. See ya. Oh. 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 Oh.